What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a surprise episode of the Top Row Podcast. Not by choice, by hand. This is all E. Deuce and JoJo's little idea. So today's episode is um, basically we're going to be doing a prediction for tonight's Money in the Building um, pay-per-view WWE Network or every other or pay-per-view, nonetheless. First off, want to give a special shout-out to um, Anchor. For having our podcast, all the top of podcast here, the main hub, the main platform. Um, it's free. You download it on iTunes or Google Play. Also, go on laptop www.anchor.fm. You can find us there. You can find us everywhere. You can find us on Spotify, Google, Breaker Podcast, and Real Podcast as well. Um, you can make money through sponsorships and very few viewerships. You get to stream your podcast, or other podcasts out with just like just like, just like the the next you listen above. Um, and it gives you the customization tools to make your podcast unique and not so general, superficial. Nonetheless, thank you, Anchor, for giving us the hub that we need. Thank you, thumbs up, and also shout out to all the mothers and other 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 ones out there that's here and not here. Um, happy Mother's Day to each everybody. Um, Dukes, Uncle Fast, y'all introduce yourselves. Just get started. What's going on? My name is The Big Show, but everybody knows me as E Dukes, but I am The Big Show in this group. I'm still doing my Netflix um, show. I've been to NWO for like four or five times. Um, I I should be retired, but I don't know why. Um, yeah, I was out here having fun on on this great Mother's Day edition. Check you out. All right, Uncle Fast, where you at with this? Yeah, what's going on, y'all? It's your boy Paul Jones, aka Uncle Fats, aka the Fat One. Uh, just chilling here, man. You know, uh, just trying to enjoy the day, enjoy the holidays, or the Mother's Day. <clears throat> it's a little tough, but you know, I'm glad to see another day. Uh, ready to start this uh, this cast, man. Let's get it going, bro. All right. Well, this is well. We're gonna just go from um. We're just gonna go from the lineup of what's happening tonight, and then go one by one individually to see where we go at. Um, let's start with the let's start with the main event for the WWE Championship. Drew McIntyre defends the WWE Championship against the Monday Night Messiah himself, Seth Rollins. Since this was your idea, Duke, you're gonna go ahead. You're gonna go first. All right, I'm also say is that I see, um, Joe McIntyre winning. I think he's gonna overcome Seth Rollins, um, base basically his little a lot his little team with him and um Murphy 
And I believe that what's going to happen is he'll probably just kick the just kick the Claymore kick to both Mur- Murphy and Seth Rollins for the victory. That's my opinion. That's what I think. <laughs> I don't know about y'all, but that's what I think. And I'm sticking to it. Back try for the dub. You drew easy. Can y'all hear me? Yep. What happened to Shiz and and and, and Joe? I don't know, but like I said, I. What do you but, mean? I'm still. What do you mean? I'm still right here. Okay. Oh, you didn't say. <laughs> All right, so. No, nah, I was I was reading the main card from my um from my from from the screenshot, so I guess I gotta stay on um, stay on the actual app. You know, if you all to hear me, so. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. Go ahead. Uh, go ahead, I'll go fast. So it's on you. I'm, I'm gonna just go last. So the main event of the night. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm also gonna go with um, Drew McIntyre. And the reason why is because I actually like him as WWE champion. This man has been through the ring long enough. Um, uh, he has kind of went through the similar roles of a Braun Strowman, just a smaller size. You know, dressing up in goofy shit doing other stuff. So I think this is his time to really shine and prove that he is capable of defending the champion and being champion for a period of time. I mean, we know he's going to lose the belt eventually, but it, it would, it would to me, it would piss me off if they did some fuck shit and gave, and gave Rollins this damn belt. I don't want this dude to be champion. I'd rather him not say earn it, but work for it. Um, this whole Monday Night Messiah shit is it's not showing me anything. It's just showing me that he can't do shit by himself. So I'm just hoping that that that, that nice sweet kick of, of Drew McIntyre just opens the floodgates and just shuts his mouth for good. And that's my prediction. Drew for the W. All right. Well, I guess this is going to be the three of us, so more likely it's going to be Drew McIntyre's night. Obviously, this is way too early to get the belt off him. He's going to want you – know, if you're really going to try to make a decent run out of it and because of the crowd participation, which he desperately needs in order for his Claymore kid to really sell the right way because with no audience, it's slowly killing it. But with long, good, solid planning for him, and they have a good few heels that he can still work with, Towards then, towards SummerSlam, until when this whole situation with Brock is over. I don't know what's the whole term. I don't know what's the verdict on his decision, whether he's completely done or he's just, or he's just going to just come back and just come back at SummerSlam and just do a squash match. And if he does that, that's complete bullshit. But nonetheless, they're not going to put their belt on Rollins right right now. Later on this year, they will, but not right now. This is going to be a good match. I I will I will admit I'm 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 really foreseeing a great match. I've been seeing Murphy getting involved in it somehow, some way, and maybe we can see a surprise from someone that we haven't seen for a while. I'm hoping some more with Joe. 
Somewhere down the line, how would see Samoa Joe get back in the ring at least be able to do something besides doing commentary? I think they need some. They need to pull a surprise factor for Raw in this main event. But nonetheless, Drew McIntyre, he's gonna get the dub tonight. So three of us on voting for McIntyre. Now this the second. Well, the second main event was for the Universal Title. Ugh. Braun Strowman defends this Universal Championship against Bray Wyatt slash The Fiend. I know how this thing is, is going to be projected later, but um, I'm going to just get this one out the way real quick. Um, basically, Braun, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I listen, I've been a fan of Braun, but at the same time, I still feel like he's being clamped of what they want him perceived to be as a champion. So he can't really be the captain that he really wants to be as of right now. And plus, you got Bray Wyatt being the hot hand for SmackDown right now. Without that, I think SmackDown would have been abysmal at best. With him and Roman gone, it, now it really would be the B show. And Raw, and Raw would not be SmackDown's bitch. So, in that case, it because of, for futuristic reasons, they're going to put the belt on Braun regardless. So, yes, The Fiend is definitely going to win tonight. This is a fucking no-brainer right here. I could probably see this going. It won't be no 25 minute match. It's definitely going to be like a 15 minute match. Gary DMT. It's going to be semi mediocre, but it, it, it'll be passable because we all know Brown was going to be champion for that long. That's all we got to say about that. So, the fee with the 15 minutes, Dukes. I must say, I have the fee. It's, I'll. This is how I see it as. I see it as the Fiend win, but it's just because he has he's the favorite. It's, it's an old rivalry from back in the day. Undertaker is, is in Bray Wyatt. Strowman, he reminds me of Kane. The big, strong, dominant monster who had a title about once with the mask, and next you know, he had a title until he took off the mask. And I think that's what's going to happen. Brother versus brother. But I see the Fiend winning out of it. Bray Wyatt is going to have the belt, and and I, and I could probably see that we might see the change of Strowman to be in that Firefly Funhouse. And it's going to be that little click that it once was with the Wyatt family. That's my prediction on it. Facts. That would piss me off with this bullshit. <laughs> Fiend is not winning shit, okay? How many times I got to fucking say it, okay? The Fiend is not winning shit. Braun Strowman's initial stance would be asked why? Because it's bullshit, Okay. There's no reason why. So you mean to tell me they're going to fight and every time LeBron does something powerful, he's going to lay there for about 30 seconds then he's going to pop up like he's the Undertaker. Fuck out of here. Fuck out of here. I want LeBron to literally massacre the fuck out of the same shit that he did to Goldberg. He needs to do to Bray Wyatt and 10 times more. If you don't know me like he said he does, then guess what? Let me put these hands on you and give you this bullshit. So afterwards, you can be like, God damn, I don't know you. You need to knock the feed off. 
prime example. I hope, I hope if he's fighting the fiend tonight, I hope he rips that fucking face mask off. Okay, but I'm Strowman for. But here's the reason why I also say, do you also remember how much WD got backlash from every single fight the fiend has was in? The backlash that took place with him and Seth Rollins, where he should have won a title. The backlash between him and Goldberg. The reason why there was no backlash between so him and... Me, so you tell me you're going to get backlash for him because he lost to Goldberg? Fuck out of here. He did got, WWE, Jesus. But I'll point this. But the WWE got backlash from it? Yes. WWE got backlash because of him and... Because him versus Seth Rollins. They really want to have a backlash. Okay, Seth Rollins, I can understand that. Him and Seth Rollins, I can understand that. But you're talking about Goldberg. Goldberg's not no fucking pussyfoot. He's but, not no. He's not no Seth Rollins. He's gonna stand in your face like he did when he first came out when he was in WCW, bro. At the end of the day, I get it. But times have to change. Okay, you you want to still keep giving people chances after chances after chances after chances. Come on, bro. Like I, I'm ready to see new champions. I'm ready to see new rivalries. This ain't the old era that we grew up in. This is a new era where shit is fast. If Braun Strowman went through everything to get to where he's at, why would you take it and pull the rubber? You're going to crush his shit and cause him to go back to wear diapers and a black fucking sheet mask? That's stupid. That's stupid. That would be a slap to the WWE universe. Because people actually like Braun Strowman and people are actually happy that he's finally fucking champion. And I'm one of them. I mean, I mean I'm one of them too. I mean, no disrespect, but I mean, if we look at the timeline of things, who got over more within five year period? That's the only question that I have to ask in that one, and I can't even answer that by myself because between me and y'all, between the years of when the brand split first happened again with Dean Ambrose was champion, I kind of was really fading in and out. Because now SmackDown was like, here we go all over again back in 1999. It's like now they're desperate to try to cover ground in the network area mm-hmm. to fulfill their contract obligations. Otherwise, they wouldn't do that shit like that in the first place. The whole Super Show, I was actually cool with that because you squeezed in two shows in one and then at least they give like one day and then at least they give like one program off. But now we're looking at a more, what they dubbed this, this era, they dubbed it the reality era. So they say, bullshit. That's reality, man. Uh, matter of fact, <laughs> but that, yeah, so you know. But nonetheless, we all well, we all gonna really well. Two of us said why you said Braun. So we're gonna so hold on. Let me write this down. Okay, so the fault. I wanna say that they both went shit. You know what I'm saying? It within the five years. Mm-hmm. You know, Bray Wyatt started off, you know, with his, with his, you know, with his family misfit, misfits in the whole nine, and he was the face of his, you know, his click in the whole nine, and and he's battled every single one of them, except for who, Braun. So, so now, where do we stand? You you want him to relinquish his title because of the fact that he's not ready? What the fuck you mean? That's an insult. 
And that's why when he when they had that face to face, I was proud at the the, the conversation, the the, the response. <coughs> excuse me, that he was giving to Bronx, uh that he was giving to Bray Wyatt. First of all, you don't know me. Your antics don't work. So I'll see you on Sunday. Bye. You feed him his own food. And you saw him standing there looking like, okay, if this is what I got to do, do it. But you got to understand, Braun Strowman's not going up with a fight. That mandible claw shit, I can see that shit stopping right now. And the only way he going to use that is on smaller opponents like Seth Rollins. Because you're going to have big opponents coming into the WWE. Once this shit's over and done with, you're going to see this whole roster just flip. Because you're going to have cats that are hungry. And they're going to want a piece of Bray Wyatt. They're going to want a piece of Braun Strowman. They're going to want a piece of Brock. Who's that? Okay. Sidebar real quick. The one dude that I got my eye on, I'm not going to lie to you. And if he stays consistent, this dude is going to be a future WWE Hall of Famer. And that's Keith Lee. That's Keith Lee. You see the reaction on his face when he came in at the Royal Rumble? And Brock looked at him. The first thing he said was, oh, shit, that's a big boy. I've never seen Brock come out of character like that. Never. 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 Guys like that is what's needed right now. Yeah, we're looking at things that unfold, but you got to look at the things that are coming as well. This shit's about to change, bro. And if Braun gets up that belt, bro, I'm telling you, that's a bad fucking idea. Bad idea. Well, nonetheless, well, nonetheless, we can move forward from that to the men's money in the bank match. We have Rey Mysterio, Alistair Black, AJ Styles, Otis, King Corbin, and Daniel Bryan. Who's going to win? Who's going to fall? No, who's going to fall off the towel? That's going to be the two questions that I'm going to ask for this one. King Corbett is going to fall off the building. Everybody's going to get tired of his bullshit. He's not going to be the only one that's going to rub somebody the wrong way. I'll just tell you right now. Uh, I see AJ Styles and uh, Alistair Black going at it in the end with AJ coming out on top. And that'll kind of you know, pin the the rival between Alistair Black and AJ Styles. Uh, yeah, as far as the as far as the men, that's that's my pick. Dukes. Wait, you eating a sandwich back there? Mm, I don't know. That's how he's doing. He's old. oh man, this guy. Well, nonetheless, I'm gonna. Well, I'm just gonna jump on the head. Well, yeah, I'm gonna jump ahead. I'm gonna get my guess. So, all right, now this match is gonna be started from the lobby and it's gonna work its way all the way up to the top of the Titan Tower building. Well, this is gonna be a ring, ring, two briefcases hanging from a um from a Lazarus line with a bunch of ladders around. So the way I'm looking at this thing. Because of what I seen on Friday and how this thing could happen, I Rod, Rod didn't really give me anything else. Um, 
like I'm like I'm the type of person that's like, all right, I really want the guy that I've been invested to the most to win. No disrespect to AJ, but I want to see Alistair Black win. But the way I'm visioning it could be just like how like you said, it's gonna be him and um him and Alan, him and AJ going that and someone's going to take a like a crazy bump um, and off the ladder and the last person's going to be right there reaching for the um, reach for the briefcase. Boom. And that's how that's going to end. The one who's going to take the fall? Mm, it's tough. I'm not to say Otis. Because think about this. Because, you know, think about this. Now, the way I'm looking at it, mm-hmm. like what we see on Friday when he was trying to climb out that ladder, he couldn't. He you know, he couldn't, you know what I'm saying? The, he couldn't he, he couldn't because the steps was breaking. So now we're like, okay, well, how's he gonna get up there? Just when I was thinking about that on Friday, as I said, like, well, he's he's really gonna have to they're gonna have to predetermine like a structure, like I mean like a structure heavyweight ladder for him to climb up. Otherwise, it makes no point of him even being in the mess in the first place. Mm-hmm. So the way I'm seeing this. Is they're gonna have that ladder ready somewhere? They're gonna have that ladder somewhere. Someone's gonna lift it up and throw him off it, and he's gonna fall out the bill. I mean, he's gonna fall off the top of the roof. Some crazy ass, oh my god, moment. As he sees a big 350 pounder, he can slowly absorb. He's like 5'9, right? He's like. Well, well, like five, yeah, I guess like five nine, five ten. So the way I would see, because the way I think about this is, Tommy Dreamer said it best. Most of my injuries were like low cut injuries because I had like a lot of fat on me to absorb the blow and absorb the falls. So a lot of the stuff that he was doing, he wasn't really getting hurt the way that people thought that. Oh, like he was gonna get like fucked up, like cut the max. So I can see this happen. He's a thick, he's a thick guy, so he can definitely absorb some type of pain. But obviously, this is obviously there'll be like some type of like mat down there or something like that to have like a before and after shot. Obviously, but I can see him taking that little ladder fall out, and that can get him over more, and that can get him more over as a baby face. Oh shit! Oh, it's these big ass fall. He still survived. What the fuck's about to happen with Manny and them? Da 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 da. Now we're gonna start buzzing about them. You try to get someone else going, but they can cover a lot in this match. Dudes go. Yo, I'll play. And don't you be disappearing either. I ain't disappearing. Don't be pulling the fucking Kuro I'll play shit. This. Oh nah, nah, I ain't pulling no Kuro. But I'm gonna play like this. I see AJ winning, and I see Rey Mysterio. Being thrown off. I was go. I agree with both of y'all. It's gonna be Alice of Black versus um AJ Styles. Who did you to say? Get the lot to get the. I see AJ versus Alice of Black. Try to get to the briefcase, but I see AJ coming down with that briefcase. And the reason why I say I see Ray Mysterio taking that bump is because his contract situation coming up. Hmm. And that'd be the right way for him to. It'd be the right way for him to to disappear for a while. Hmm. So that way, at least while he disappears, 
everybody thinks that all right, he's he's hurt, he's injured, but really he might just want to leave WWE. And people seem not to realize when people take bumps, a uh, good enough hard bump. If the contract situation is gone, they probably say take that he's hurt for a while, and that'll be a and that'll be a right good situation for him. Hmm. That sucks that you got to do all that shit just to leave. <laughs> but right, but it, it, but you take a look at it. It's WWE. We, you feel me? So what's the hard, if a person have a hard contract, a contract that's that's ready for him to leave? What's the best way for him to leave? Yeah, he'll throw the motherfucker out of the building. Right. And that'll be and that'll be the best way for him to be out. No. no. They need to throw fucking Corbin's ass off the building, though. Mm-hmm. You know, the best best way for him, the best way for Ray Mysterio to go is, is at least be one of the ones to try to get to the to to the to the uh, briefcase and then gets knocked off and then AJ it's AJ and Alistair Black. And you know, say AJ comes out with the win, so I would not, I would not. That's like that's like tarnishing a man's career. After all this, you want to die him off by throwing him off the window. It's like, hey Ray, we appreciate everything that you did, but fuck you, please <laughs> do that shit to fucking um King Corbin, knock the crown off. That's the whole but, point. But all these, why I say not King Corbin, and I'm saying doubt about it, just because he's. He's what you call what turning to a good heel. We we sit here and think about great heels right now. King Corbin had to come in mind because if you really hate somebody, that means you're doing your job as being a heel. If if we want to see that man gives ass kick, that means you really want him to. That means W has done a a good thing. Um, for his character, King Corbin is right now with his character as a heel. He's pretty good at it right now. As we Why speak, not fall off the roof? right? Why not give the fans some action and be like, "Yes, it's about time he's received the ass whooping that he's been giving out to everybody else." Because if you think about it, right, he be getting, he be doing his matches, bro. But a lot of his matches have interference. And then it's him using that fucking set the shit to blast motherfuckers. And nobody really gets a rebuttal or a revenge. Fuck that. Toss that bitch ass over the fucking building. And then and then come back and then and, you know receive your ass whipping and be humble. But I'll practice. this. No, I said thing. What's gonna happen for for Corbin? I think a returning Elias might come out and beat him up. Okay. Why not? He's been gone and for a couple it, of weeks, right? A few weeks. It is. So by him, so by him returning, you take out Corbin. Then that robbery, that then actually that robbery commence. And then yeah, that's crazy like something new. Fucking building match. You know <laughs> that, right? So that, that's why. That's why I'm saying like. It's, it, it, it's not off the building. It's not the toilet seat. We talking about. It could be off the toilet seat, off the urinal, off the fucking closet, off the fax machines, you know, taking copies of your ass. It doesn't matter. (laughs) You talking about corporate, which means there's going to be motherfuckers sitting there waiting. Hell, we might even see Kane. 
we might even see somebody come out that we would never expect to get involved to get involved just because of something that happened in the past between them or just because they looked the wrong way. That's the whole purpose of this match. You have what? 12 people fighting for 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 two previous simultaneously, right? yes. So simultaneously, yep. right? So simultaneously you have 12 people running through how many floors in a building, a corporate building to get to the very fucking top. That's like to climb the ladder to get to a briefcase with their name written in blood because this is going to be some sheer hard work and some serious bloodshed. Somebody's I don't think so. This you know this PG era crap. You know how, you know how they get. There's no way. They're probably going to be drained off exhausted and probably blasted through like some windows or something, but I don't see no blood. I want to see some blood. Man, we wish that we could take it back to the days, but fortunately, we can't. Now, at the same time, the women's money in the big match will be having at the same time. Oscar, Shayna Baszler, Nia Jax, Dana Brooke, Carmella, and Lacey Evans. Who's going to win and who's going to take that bump? <coughs> if, they, I mean, well, if they do throw in the bump in there. Mm. I, you know what? I see Baszler winning. Hmm. I see Baszler winning. I don't think no field is going to take a bump. But I see, and that just, like I said, that would just be even more epic to, for that little storytelling for her and Becky. Hmm. Because if you take a look at it, we all should know that. I'm sorry to say it, but Shayna Baszler should have been champion right I now. Said that. If WWE, did, we all we all agree that. Who agrees that, with that shit? <laughs> what Baszler should not be champion? I agree with that shit. Before you came, we all should have been champ over Becky Lynch. Yeah. Fuck no. I'm talking about for WrestleMania, yes. correct? Yes. No. That match was a beautiful match, and she played Shayna Baszler at her own fucking game. She played at her own game and used her own leverage against her and her own momentum, and that's how she won the fucking match. Smart way to play the game. You play the game to win. And you saw the look on Shayna Baszler's face. Why? How? How? Because you came in there cocky and arrogant and think that that martial arts UFC background was going to do something. It did something, but it didn't get you the fucking W. You ain't playing the game right, sweetie. Smarting the fuck up. That tough shit will only get you so far. Hmm. So shout out to Becky Lynch for playing the game smart. A simple, easy pin on the shoulders. Boom. That she had that that what that 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 what's the what's the name of her chokehold? Um. The, uh, that chokehold she had on her. The. It was like a modified sleeve. Yeah. Okay. She had like a modified sleeve on her, and all Becky Lynch, Becky, and you saw it, we saw it. Becky Lynch tried her best to get out of it, and she couldn't get out of it. So instead of her passing out, what she did was she used her leverage, and she got the shoulders pinned down. That's fucking brilliant. Because everybody thought, oh, shit, she's about to pass the fuck out. Shit, we about to have a new champion next year. Boom, boom, boom. We were like, what? Fucking brilliant. That shit right there is what keeps you on top. Kudos to Becky Lynch. I see a three-way, though. I'll tell you that. If Shayna Baszley don't get this belt, I'm telling you, Nia Jax is going to get that belt. 
I'm telling you. She's going to get that belt. And then it's going to be that cash in that's going to become a problem. These women are starting to do what the men are doing, so pay attention. It's like the roles are reverse here. Now, be honest with you. This, this, these women are acting like the men from the 90s. They're turning this shit the fuck up. They're turning it up, bro. This shit's about to be a L3 way championship match. Daisy's gonna come in, think she's gonna have that upper hand. Nope. Now you're really gonna have to fight the both of us. Alright, so who you think? Uh, so, all right, so who y'all got for this W, man? Because y'all do a lot of gibber job, man, but y'all making y'all predictions go. Nia Jackson. Dukes. Baszler. You know what? I'm going to have to break this stupid-ass little bullshit little set. No, actually, no. I'm going to stick with the Raw brand. I'm going to go with Oscar. Just seems just because she's she always been my favorite. <laughs> Fuck it, I need my nigga to win. I need my nigga to win real quick. You stay with the face noodle. I'm sticking with the ramen. Wait, wait. I'm sticking with my ramen sushi noodle bowl. That's it. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> it. I don't care. So it's all raw over here. Yeah. No one from SmackDown got picked. <laughs> so. Next match after me, well, um, <laughs> then we have the SmackDown Women's Title match: Bailey versus Tamina. Mm. You already know Sasha's going. You, you, you know Sasha's going to be involved in this, so I'm going to go with Bailey. I'm going with Tamina. Mm. That bullshit. Mm. Both of y'all said that. No. Mm. Oh, and no, no, no. I go with Tamina and his. And I'll say that the breakup between the the rocks between the breakup between um Sasha and Bailey will happen oh, tonight. <laughs> to, to start that feud. No. Again. Cause I was gonna say, like, ain't time. Sasha beefing with Lacey right now, so shouldn't she be involved in that match instead? But not and I would say, like, okay. That I can picture some of the matches be on top of the damn roof tonight. It won't be at the fucking performance center. You know what I'm saying? Right. So if she's gonna be there at the same time, she might as well get involved. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was like, nah, like someone said, yeah. I was like, nah, like, I'm gonna pay Billy for the dub. They ain't gonna take the title off her until some Sam time, I bet. So they're gonna keep that shit on her for right now because they wanna try to Get someone bigger that be like he did. That, that's gonna be the next hot ticket. Now we put the belt on her to get more TV time and shit. That's all I'm seeing right now. Bailey's on Raw, no, right? Bailey's on SmackDown. This is Raw, right? Nah, SmackDown. Okay. Which which which? Amber Moon supposed to be on SmackDown too, I think. Nah, Raw. She, well, she haven't been on TV in a while. Yeah. So. Injury. Yeah. And then and then and then the then pandemic happened, so she was still not being utilized. So mm-hmm. no matter what, she been off TV longer than expected because of you know certain circumstances. Um, you know, nonetheless, then the the match we have next is um SmackDown Tag Team Titles, a fail four, a fail a fail four way, Lucha House Party, Forgotten Sons. Miz and Morrison in New Day. 
For some weird reason, in my goddamn gut, I'm going to go with the Forgotten Sons. And they're, and they're going to be pinning the either the Lucha Bros or the New Day. And they're pinning New Day, did that push this officially. But if they go after like Lucha House Party, then they're going to save the real, real fight for a bigger pay per view. You know what I mean? So that's the way I'm kind of looking Ooh. at it right now. They listen, like, they want to make sure that they have a great card that bounce back after this whole crazy pandemic and going through WrestleMania with no audience and shit. They want to bounce back from this. And out of the big four WWE pay-per-views, they need someone saying to read like, no, we need to bounce back here. We need to get these fans back. So bad. So they so they want to see the, the real money makers for that pay-per-view. And that's all I'm saying about that. So, so do you think they're using the Luchador House Party as a yes spot replacement? Yes, because I'll be honest with you, yeah, because the Usos, yeah, and you have that many, and you and you have that many male tag teams on SmackDown right now. So, 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 right now, let me get this straight: you have the Usos, the New Day, the Forgotten Sons, the Luchador House Party. Uh, Miz and, and uh, Morrison. Then it was I, I'm, I'm trying to think of who else. <laughs> they, they, um, you have Heavy Machinery. Oh, yeah, Heavy Machinery. You have um, you also have Daniel Bryan. But, they, but they're Gulak. still new. Y'all, yeah, yeah y'all I'm, talking about, I'm talking about exactly. Yeah, Cisco and um Cesaro. That's not really a tag team. Yeah, but they're not, they're not really a tag team, bro. They're just like goons. right, like they're more separate. Right, they're more separate entity. No, it's like the whole League of Nations bullshit all over again. <laughs> but yeah. but before then, they was with um Sami Zayn, and they was with oh, the tag team. Oh, do you know what Sami's religion nah, is? I'm not talking. Because do you know what his nationality is? Right. Yeah, so, I know. Uh, no. Is he um? No, I think he's um. Like, he's um. <laughs> French. He's a French Canadian. Um, a French Canadian German. Yeah. So, who gets time in Quebec? I would say Kevin Owens because he's up there too. <laughs> He's Canadian. Canadian. He's Canadian. Canadian. He's yes. I confuse Canadian, German, Polish brains, whatever you want to call it. Wow. So I don't know, bro. I'm gonna say it like this. I I want to say the Forgotten Sons, but I have a feeling uh, I'm gonna go opposite. I have a feeling that for some reason. Morrison and the Miz are gonna pull this one out of their fucking ass, and it's only gonna be because Morrison did all these fucking flips and shit to match everybody else. And Miz, being the capitalist that he is, he's gonna sneak in with that Hollywood shuffle open face blaster, and then boom, a sneaky win, and then that's it. Dukes. I hate to say it, I'm not worried about the new day because the new day to me, they're. They they solidified their their own right to me to be a great tag team, so they'll they'll continue to be champs in my eyes. So 
They're always going to get the belt here. I agree. There, so I'm not really I agree right. with that one. But Dukes. It's, it's just right now, The Miz, and, mm-hmm. and it's there's so much right now. And that's the thing that's bothering me with this. It's like, it's too much to put, to kind of decide, because it's like, you can go either way with the three out of the four. And when you pick one, it's like, there's a story behind each one of those three, and that's why it's hard to pick. But for some reason, I feel like Morrison and Miz is going to come out with a dub on some stupid dumb shit. But the match overall is going to be so fucking crazy. It's going to be like, how the hell did they pull this shit off? You're going to be like, are you fucking hmm. kidding me? Nah. I, and I'll put like this. And here's what I got. I got Forgotten Sons. And I got pin Kofi for the belt. For the tag team belts, they got pin Kofi. And that start of the new day breaking up will happen. And they'll probably be Big E versus Kobe Kingston and probably as as some Wait, wait, wait. Key question to that one. Why would you want to do that when they just put the belts on them so quickly? And then you still got mad time to get from there to SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Well, where's Xavier Woods at? Now, this is what I'm thinking. Xavier Woods might be the hacker. Him, Mustafa Ali, see, and see, now this is where JoJo comes into play because this is, this is where he was bringing that up yesterday, that him, um, Mustafa Ali, and Chad Gable somehow, some way, are going to be intertwined in that whole hacker role that's been going on on SmackDown for the last, like, what, like, couple of months, per se? But then we see different, mm-hmm. how different skits of those gave a different feels of who was behind the mask. Of course, some people thought CM Punk was, but we all know that was not going to fucking happen. <laughs> so some way they're gonna get involved in this money in the bank thing and then another what they call them things back then, the GTV little hidden camera shit that they did back in the day in um, two thousand. They're gonna do the same thing with this tonight. And someone's thing is gonna get exposed in a bad way, that might be something. That's what I'm saying. Like when we used to talk about the whole Bailey and versus Tamina, that whole breakup could happen then too. Yeah. Because the fact that she lost the title and she can get mad and come at and come at Sasha like, "Oh, you wasn't there," or "How come you didn't try hard enough?" And I don't know if they're gonna give Sasha Banks two rivalries at once. Like that'll be fucking stupid. You don't want to like work her too much. Like she's already doing enough and keeping Bailey Champ on the side. So that's like two jobs already. So. And every time when you see her and when she helps out with the win, she's got that smirk on her face like she's about to stab the shit out of uh, mm-hmm. her family. So it's like, it's it's inevitable but that the shit's going to happen, but the question is when, where, and how. You know, what What if she doesn't get involved? What if she comes down and acts like she's about to get involved and then backs away and lets her fight for herself? Because she's done that before. She turned her back on Bailey before. <sighs> so there's a lot of shit that plays into this, but I'm still I'm still going with Tamina. All right. Then, well, that's the main card, but we got the kickoff show, which is these two matches that was announced yesterday. Uh, we have MVP versus R-Truth. Obviously, we know who the hell is really going to get this dub right here. MVP is. <laughs> like, what the fuck was this? They they try to either figure out if we can get him in the ring. They're trying to fill some TV time beside the VIP lounge 
And if that's going to be the case, he's going to be pulling double duty too. Because I don't see Archer really doing shit. And he's 52 years old. And he's still fit for, you know what I'm saying? And he's still fit. But I think Ari is like slowly giving up on him too. And like I said, he's just a comedy act. So who else is going to be the crash dummy in that one? Yeah, uh, you know what? You know what? Oh, I'll probably tell you. I'll probably tell you. Yo, he's seeing shit, though. Uh, uh, but, but his, but his, take a look at it. MVP, what? He said to say he retired of wrestling. Why y'all come back? You know, they're always talking people into doing different roles. You never know what WWE nowadays and days. Just like I may have come into the game, right? They may not see me as a wrestler just yet, so they want me as a manager to be to, to say like to be that guy's either. Yeah. You might never know. You know what I'm saying? Like this could be a manager just right. get his feet wet, and then if he feels good about that, he's okay to get back in the ring. He's gonna get back in that fucking ring. They're gonna need more. I mean, listen, they're gonna need more more star power on Raw because we haven't seen. Someone was really getting in the ring like that. AJ Styles had just came back. I think they're trying to build up to what they're trying to go for SummerSlam right now. And think about it, it's only May. SummerSlam is not for August. They're trying to work to try to execute some plans now before it gets too late that we can't utilize them right. And then if they contract expires, they're going to go too. Just saying on that one. Yeah. MVP wasn't really that bad of a wrestler, but it's just the whole, the whole like gimmick of being an athletic wrestler. Like I get it, but it just kind of threw me off a little bit. Like it just—he had some good moves. Uh, I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully I can see something different. That's that's all I can say. I'm not really uh, looking forward to this match. I think it's gonna be like a a quick three minute match, and. Somebody's gonna fuck up, and then that's just gonna be like, oh, okay. Now we see why you was on the kickoff, just to see where you're at. Huh? And then the last, and then the last one of the kickoff, yeah. Jeff Hardy versus Cesaro. This match right here, my God, it, uh, dude, she might as well just spoil the damn party. Knowing you, is gonna be. What did you say to me the other day? This is gonna be the bar union type shit. But Sheamus is gonna be big bull Cesaro to the face. You're yep. making him a baby face now. <laughs> the day I see that shit happen, yeah, I will. Re- I will like. Uh, I wouldn't even like even try anymore. <sighs> oh god! I mean, this is. I mean, I'm hoping to see a great match with this. I can picture. High, high speed, high velocity, but because Jeff is still like you know he's still he's getting old, so you know some of that speed has already been diminished. So he got a counter with new with new maneuvers tonight, just to try to like get the feel and still do his trademarks. But I can see a great match out of this, but because this whole thing with Jeff and Sheamus and shit like that, how that, all that's going to come into play, Sheamus is going to come in and just DQ this thing. So this might be a no damn disqualification. I can't even see them really getting a clean win over Cesaro right now, especially with the folks been happening on SmackDown with him right now. I can't. I can't see my man Cesaro getting put over for someone that been back the fourth time in that fucking company. This means Cesaro should have been got a fucking push to be world heavyweight champion. Never happened. 
And still, look at him. He's on the fucking kickoff show. That's a, that should be a spit to the motherfucker's face. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Cesaro, like I said, when your contract expires, please just go. I swear to God, you will be so great anywhere great. else, especially in AEW. He will definitely be top star. He would eat, bro. He would put that's, oh, oh. that's my wish list right there. That's my wish oh, list you know, Cody right, right, right there. Cesaro definitely go to AEW. I'll be happy to the pink and shit. Cause now I can actually see him and him and Kenny Omega go at it. Oh, oh my God, that match would be match of the fucking year. You you would not want to argue with me about that. So because it's because of Jeff Hardy's mm-hmm. now new rivalry with Sheamus, this, me this is going to be a DQ. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Dukes. Ah. Uh. I'm sorry, Cesaro. Um, call yeah, call Cody back and let him know I I want to join AEW because right now you're gonna lose this match against Jeff Hardy. How uh, they building him up and making sure that that Jeff has how to put it that proper status to go against Sheamus. I uh, really do want to see the ball reunite, but it might happen, Dirk. Dirt tonight. But how I see it, Jeff Hardy wins. So if you don't if Cesaro teases Sheamus, then the ball comes back if Sheamus don't come out, you know, Sheamus go to AEW dog. Real talk. I will see I I like the Kitty Omega match versus Cesaro. I would love to see Cesaro versus in AEW, <clears throat> Moxley. Zoro versus Brody Lee. Zoro versus actually anybody in AEW. Because he had better he has better opportunity to grow than ways than what they'd have on him doing now. And I do agree. He should he should be champion. It's a shame that those don't treat him treat him like shit. And he's probably one of the best wrestlers right now. Underutilized That's best wrestlers. Well, I'm gonna say I agree. Um, I think Jeff Hardy's gonna win, but it's gonna be more. It, it, I, I agree, it's gonna be on a DQ, but it's gonna be a DQ off of based off of just straight ignorance and arrogance because of attitude. Um, overall in the match, I see a great match between Cesaro and Jeff Hardy, meaning that even though the speed's not there, um, to me, Cesaro is a great ringmaster. Like, you can tell he studies the ring, so him working with somebody is not going to be a problem. So between the two, you can see the power and agility come in in different ways to where... Matt Hardy can do moves that Cesaro can capitalize and, and, and sell to it and vice versa. Um, the speed might not be high impact, but it'll be steady enough to where you can't take your eyes off the match. But there are going to be pauses because they're going to be worn out and we're going to catch each other. I give, I give about like 10 European uppercuts. And you know he's got to do that swing. It's 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 inevitable. 
this right here is not only a test for to see where to see where Jeff is, but it's also a test just to see what Cesaro can do, even though we've seen it plenty of times, what he can do by himself. And we all know that, that Sheamus is going to get involved because he's big-headed. He's ignorant. I feel like he's going to kick, give the bro kick to fucking to Cesaro, and that's going to start their little uh, shit to where Cesaro is not going to be focused on being part of King Corbett's court, but he's going to focus on his individual shit. Um, I honestly feel that after this match, if Cesaro doesn't try and go independent, he's out the door. And the reason why I say that is because the one thing that shit said in the last podcast, the one person that I see right now, him having a great fucking rivalry right now. Yes, sir. Is Gulak. That right there, it mm. that right there would be the savior for that intercontinental yes, sir. dispute. You got Matt Hart, you got Seamus going at it, right? So then if Seamus gets involved, hits up fucking Cesaro. You know, Daniel Bryan already got that shit going on with fucking uh uh King Corbett. Now you got a situation where it's like okay. Cesaro might help out King Cole, but he now he has his own battles to fight. Because now he's got the test of match against Daniel Bryan's good friend Drew Gulak, who's going to also want a taste at that Intercontinental title. Now you're bringing that 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 uh that fight that that we've been missing. It's like nobody has been really solid enough to hold the IC belt. So now we got four potential guys that can hold the belt for a little bit that can lead them to a title shot. So it's either Jeff, Sheamus, Gulak, or Cesaro. And if Cesaro doesn't get put into that picture, that's when I see Cesaro slowly fading and then leaving going to AEW. And then that's when Shinsuke is going to do the same shit if he doesn't get the respect that he's deserved. All right, and that's our predictions. That's the end of our show. Thank you guys for taking the time on your Mother's Day to um come and do these predictions and stuff like that. You know, as for everyone else, the viewers, Money in the Bank is on the WWE Network and a pay per view live at seven. So that's another two hours from now. So we got enough time to really get spaced up and get ready to watch this thing. You you gonna hear from us again tomorrow, where we will be recapping. Tonight's Money in the Bank, Money in the Building pay-per-view. And, um, any shout-outs y'all want to do before we dip out of here? Uh, just shout-out to all the moms out there that want to be moms, the moms that are here, the moms that are not. I uh, wish everybody to have a good day. Uh, bless us upon each other. Stay safe. Thank you, Aiken, for doing the thing and letting us spread our wisdom and have fun. And thank you guys for uh, the group, man. I mean, this is a good outlet for us to kind of really spread the love for all those wrestling fans, man. Other than that, man, I'm looking forward to a great, great pay-per-view tonight. Hopefully we can see and witness a whole bunch of OMG moments because I'm looking forward to it. Alright. Um, I'll put like this. I'd like to give a shout out to, to all the mothers and this 
all over the world. Uh, even my old moms feel me. Um, shout out to shout out to all the supporters. Actually, without y'all with without y'all listening to us, we'll not be able for us to really put all our work out there for y'all. Um, shout shout out to everyone who's shout out to everyone who's doing it right now. My cousin, um, big fats, shiz, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to y'all. Yo, we love doing this, what we do. It's everything thing for us. Much love, much peace, much happiness, much soul. Right. Of course, shout out to our fellow OTR member, Wise One, um, give his podcast coming soon in the building, available on Anchor and Spotify. Um, also, shout out to all the mothers that's here and not here. Shout, shout out to the team here for, you know, keeping this thing going. We grow it as a small business and we're going to be taking off real soon, folks. Nonetheless, there's the COVID-19 situation. Stand, stand six feet away from people. Use them things. Use them gloves and face masks and hand sanitizers. Wash your hands. Wash your ass. Stay six feet far. Stay far away from my motherfucking crew because I need all of them to be on cue and be on course. And then you'll hear from us tomorrow when we recap money, money in the bank. And um, as one TV talk show host once told me, once told you, told us, guys, millions of people around the world back in the days, in the 90s, of course, take care of yourself and each other.